Welcome to Unback Travel. This is the podcast for advice and inspiration for travel to theme park attractions all around the world. My name is Stu, and I'm actually too old to ride to happiness. And I'm Matt, and sick actually made me feel very sick this year, and I had to hey. sit out. <laughs> That's what it says in the tin. <laughs> <laughs> that day was very strange. I don't know why I felt that ill. Yeah, I think it's just the shock of Flamingo Lachi like opening a new ride it is this is quite a shock to the system i guess <laughs> the area is quite smart though isn't it i quite like sick as a as an area it's quite nice yeah i think you know in reflection to be kind to them they have they have done a a good job for flamingo land it it does kind of feel like um a roller coaster coming out the roof of a jd sports store um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> i mean it, it is actually genuinely good it's surprisingly good so um it's uh shocking really is the barber still in there no it's gone i think i'm sure actually on our last visit that uh, the barber chair had been repossessed so oh. um the idea that you'd go for a roller coaster makeover obviously didn't uh, last well <laughs> <laughs> Not much business in that. <laughs> no, I suppose I suppose it's going to take quite a chill. It's a nice novelty, but it's going to take, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour out of your day, isn't it? Yeah, and I guess once you've kind of been, like, made over, is going on the rides at Flamingoland or any theme park, like, a, a way to kind of um, take full advantage of your makeover? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if they did a system whereby... If you get the haircut, you also get it. It's like you've got like virtual queuing. Then I think I think it'd sell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they actually do the roller coaster hair for people that are too scared to ride the roller coaster. So you have the effect for like you've been on a roller coaster. So they kind of like um, make your hair all messy for your Instagram. That could be a, maybe a interesting yeah. service. I thought you'd been serious, and I thought that's what it actually was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just you know whiteboarding some ideas. <laughs> For a, a makeover service, um, you know, joined onto a roller coaster station. You know. <laughs> You've heard it here first, people. Project Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> Look out for that salon in the uh, planning app. <laughs> well, talking about sick, 2022 has come to an end, and this episode is all about looking back on the roller coasters that were new to us and new to you, the listeners, um, during 2022. We're kind of talking about our highs, really, and what really stood out this year from riding roller coasters all around the world. As always, though, we make this podcast for you. So if you have any theme park trip questions or need advice, please contact us through our socials. You can find us out and back travel on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Get involved. Get involved the way off the tracks get involved with copyright striking diss tracks. We get better every week. How's that? <laughs> it's harder every week, to be fair. There's, there's little no drama going on. <laughs> I, I thought you said theme park uh, trick uh, rather than trip questions trick questions i was thinking that would be quite a hilarious one to get people sending <laughs> oh, like God. joke joke <laughs> question maybe i did say that you're probably right i'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, not going back and redoing it but yeah if you yeah. have trip questions we'll try and uh, you're not going to catch us out we're, we're too professional to be uh, <laughs> caught up with any trick questions <laughs> but yeah too, do send your trip people. questions if you have <laughs> questions about trips that's kind of what we do really <laughs> too many years in the industry now Stu <laughs> oh, yeah. I should retire really shouldn't I <laughs> what were um your highlights of 2020 team in terms of new roller coasters to you 
Um, for me, there was two standout ones. Um, most importantly, and top of the list would be Ride to Happiness at Plopsaland. Um, that ride blew me away. I, I, it was one of the few rides that I'd already hiked up prior to the trip, and it was still better than I thought it was going to be. Um, and the real bonus of Ride to Happiness is that the queue very rarely gets long at all. I think we went on a Sunday, if I remember correctly, and we we must have queued maybe 15 minutes at, at the longest. And it's just a great roller coaster. Yeah, that's definitely an advantage of it being in Plopsaland, is obviously Plopsaland largely for kind of younger children, the audience there. So um, you kind of ride to happiness and Nebus are actually probably some of the lower queues in the park. It's like the opposite to every other theme park in the world where their biggest ride would be the longest queue. So that's a kind of nice advantage of ride to happiness. Um, yeah. yeah, I completely agree. I mean, looking at the construction and following the construction of that, it was genuinely exciting to see that ride go up because the shape of the track is so completely out there. It's completely different to anything we've seen before. Um, I, I actually can't do Ride to Happiness, as you know. It just makes <laughs> me feel very ill. <laughs> it gives me like a twinge down the right-hand side of my face. <laughs> it's not a good feeling. <laughs> so it's the, uh, the kind of one where, I, oh God, I'm actually getting too old for roller cases. But I can really appreciate and respect what it does. I'm not saying it's a, a terrible ride by any, any means. I completely understand when people are raving about it and saying it's their best roller case the beetle I completely appreciate that because it is just phenomenal what it's doing the elements the, the spinning obviously makes it completely different every time genuinely like I think one of the kind of biggest surprises for me was when we got um on one of the cycles we were up on the first top hatty thing wiggling around and then we got completely yeeted like backwards down that drop and it was such a surprise because the way the cards span so it was you know, just that's the kind of nice thing about that ride. It, it can always surprise you. And there's not many roller cases out there when you're doing them over and over again. You can be surprised every time. Yeah, it was. Um, I wasn't too far behind you, to be fair. You, I remember you you dropped <laughs> out and I think it was maybe one or two more. And then, you know, I was really enjoying it. And then all of a sudden, one of the times we'd, we'd spun like mad and we got to the second launch. And all of a sudden I was like, OK, this is my limit now. I, I might be sick. <laughs> <laughs> So kind of like anything else kind of on your uh, yeah, 22 I, list? Um, so I finally got on Fly. Um, I was really excited about that one because um, <laughs> it was good um, because up until it was it maybe a day, less than 24 hours before, I didn't actually know we were going. It was a last no. minute <laughs> trip change. Um, so I've I, got this I, uh, reputation with my partner that I make trips complicated. <laughs> we can't just go on a, a simple trip. I'll find a way to complicate it. Because like, well, if we take this diversion through this like seven other countries, we could go on this ride. So <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, admitted this. I've, um, the intervention worked. I do recognise this. So yeah, we were planning an, a nice little simple trip where we just crossed the channel. And of course, I found a way to complicate it because of course we could drive to Fantasyland because, you know, that's that's just, you know, a sensible five hours from Calais. <laughs> it was worth it, though. It was worth it. <laughs> that, that, that said, that's easy for me to say because I wasn't driving. I was just in the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, um, the drive wasn't too bad, actually. It was quite, um, I think we landed at like four or five in the morning or something. So it was quite an easy 
slog in the kind of middle of the night to kind of get to Cologne. It wasn't too bad at all. And obviously, I've not been to Fantasyland for years at that point. So I hadn't been on Taran. So Taran was new to me as well. So that's one of the um, the new rides that um, I experienced as well as Fly as well. Obviously, me and Matt were together on this trip. So Yeah. Yeah, Fly. Fly was, it was good, but I think it was one that didn't, didn't quite live up to the height. The area does, certainly, but the roller coaster, not so much. Um, I still, it's still up there for 2022, but it doesn't beat Tarim for me at Fantasia, to be honest. Mm, I don't know um, what I prefer at Fantasia. I think I like the overall experience. Unfortunately, I did Velocicoaster before I did Taran, so that just completely ruined Taran. (laughs) 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 Again, it's a really good roller coaster, but it has like one and a half, two Velocicoaster moments where Velocicoaster feels like that for the whole duration of the ride. So um, that's kind of, but again, it's a really impressive thing. I think I like Phantasialand as an overall package where I'm not really going because one ride really stands out. It's just the collection of the rides together and the immersion uh, make for that really good experience. It's such a good park. Um, And the the theming and the immersion is completely over the top. It's not like anything else in the world, really. So I I really was blown away by Rookberg as well. I was really surprised um, with Fly with the airtime. When we sat on the front of the train, the airtime was just absolutely insane. Do you find the the restraints uncomfortable? Thought they were okay. Um, I had trouble getting my leg around the flap. I just couldn't <laughs> engage my brain with how it was supposed to work. Just me just sat there like a complete um, and I, a like GP, like with my legs out the wrong side of the flap. So, <laughs> so I hit the staff just disapproving some spoiling the efficiency <laughs> of loading it. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, I kind of feel like with the B and M flying coasters and not the Vacoma flying cases, that goes too far the other way. Um, but um, you're kind of like, you're able to look forward and look ahead. So it is that kind of Superman kind of flying sensation where you're kind of flying and you can see ahead, where I feel flying made you kind of almost like look down towards the ground. You couldn't really yeah. look forward. It was difficult to look forward. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. No, I, I did agree. Uh, the only thing I, I really noticed, I don't know if it's because of the pops of airtime and, you know, kind of much more forceful than some other flyers is the, I found kind of around my collarbone where the vest was sat, that was quite uncomfortable. Um, but it wouldn't stop me going on it. It was just a kind of an observation at the time. But. Yeah. From riding the first generation of the coma flying cases, that's the other way around because it has quite a chunky solid lap bar that really staples you in. And because there were uh, see the forensic slide you're probably going to get stapled <laughs> by the hosts um and then you have like a kind of vest that you put on like a little waistcoat and that's really soft um so when you start when you kind of flip over into the flying position at the top of the left on um nighthawk at carowinds now it's from that old batwing at six flags america you just kind of feel like you're really restrained in like up into the waist but then from your waist up it's just a bit too floppy and you just feel like, oh, God, I'm going to come out. It's a bit um, of a strange sensation. Worse than Hero? <laughs> Not worse than Hero, no. <laughs> <laughs> to be, again, I said this, I think, in the, a previous episode. Hero's not that bad in the Valares. There are other Valares that are much, much worse. I'm looking at you, Time Warp, at Canada's Wonderland. One of the worst <laughs> roller case I've ever been on. It was so uncomfortable. 
it was just like being punched in the ribs <laughs> and the back like simultaneously <laughs> if, if you ever want to know what it feels like to be put in a shopping trolley and then pushed down a big hill on its side <laughs> that's roughly what it feels like <laughs> yeah hero is not too bad i'll, I'll give hero a pass <laughs> <laughs> how would you say velocicoaster rated is that is that top for the year yeah, I guess it is. It's my favourite roller coaster, so I guess it has to be. But it's a bit boring to talk about it, isn't it? Because that's what anyone talks about is how good Velocicoaster is. I'm just conscious that I don't want to overhype it for anyone that's not been on it yet, like yourself, Matt. Fingers crossed we'll get on it in yes. 2023. All terms and conditions apply. <laughs> <laughs> MBNA terms and conditions apply. Yes. <laughs> um, and again, like I, I actually um, use the website Coast Accounts dot com to track my credits which helps um so there's the science behind this so i've done 39 new roller coasters in 2022 really making up for not being able to travel for a couple of years so um obviously most of the ones in orlando were new to me so um iron guazi obviously brilliant um hagrid's is an exceptional roller coaster especially at night and velocicoaster are probably all at the top there um but i guess some ones that i've done this year that maybe don't get talked about wood express at park st paul a fantastic little gravity group wooden coaster i think it's only about 80 foot tall but it just it just delivers so much airtime it's so fun really more parks should buy that it's just a fantastic roller coaster it's just loads of airtime loads of fun i really like that and i've wanted to get on one of those gravity group family woodies for quite a long time so it was good to finally get on one yeah, nice. Um, I guess as well, um, Mako was new to me. I've not been on Mako before, um, so I've gone it the first time this year. What a fantastic um, B&M speed coaster or hyper coaster, whatever you want to call it. And again, that's just similar to Wood Express. It just kind of goes up and down. And that's just the simple ideas are the best, aren't they? Um, yeah. You know, it's just a nonstop airtime. It's fun every time. It never really has a weight. So it's quite easy to get on it. And they even let you stay on if there's no one waiting to kind of board the train when you get back to the station. So really, really kind of easy to get multiple rides on it. And it's easy to get the front row and the back row. Just a fantastic roller coaster, really solid. Do you think that the surf coaster at SeaWorld will become their best coaster when it opens? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Looking forward to the surf coaster? Uh, I am, but then... I haven't got anything to kind of judge it against because I've not been SeaWorld yet. So to me, me kind of like looking, just looking online, it looks to me like it would be really good. But then, yeah. Yeah. As as someone that's not visited SeaWorld Orlando, what do you think they're looking at the roller coasters on paper? Which one would be, do you think would be the best out of the the ones they've currently got? I would say probably Mako. Mako, yeah. I think it is Mako. Um, it's definitely not Icebreaker. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably one of the worst roller coasters that I rode in 2022. <laughs> I, I, f- I feel sorry for them because have they fixed the height restriction thing? No, there? it's still got the That's, tall height restriction. So that is ridiculous. Because yeah, if they, as you say, like the idea was to fill the family gap in the lineup, wasn't it? Yeah, the ride itself is great. It has ridiculous airtime absolutely ridiculous but it's the trains and the restraints are so uncomfortable it just makes it unpleasant um and actually a funny thing about the height restriction is iron guazi has a lower height restriction and that is by no <laughs> means a family coaster <laughs> wow. so 
So smaller kids can get on Anguazi, no problems, but yeah, they can't go on icebreak. <laughs> so, that's that's yeah. a shame, shame for the park, isn't it? And I guess as well, like we we're talking about new kind of rides that we did in 2022. Back in April, I took a little trip to Hamburg, the Hamburg area, and we did Heidi Park and the Hamburg Dom and Hansa Park. I'm absolutely in love with Hansa Park. It's such an amazing little park. It's um, quirkily themed. It's really, really well presented. And they have some really quirky um, rides and ideas. Um, and obviously the two um, headline cases there, the two gas flowers are absolutely fantastic. Um, so obviously you've got Fluck from Norvergood and uh, Karnan. I won't spoil the surprises. And I'd be disappointed to share with people, vloggers, kind of going and experiencing these parks and, and spoiling it because I think uh, I actually had it spoiled for me um, I was watching a vlog and someone said what Karnan happened and it was so disappointing because <laughs> <laughs> I think going in knowing nothing is, is the best way because the, the, the surprises are amazing. Yeah, I, I, I know of it, but that's only because I looked for it. That wasn't, I can't blame anybody else. I looked for, <laughs> I looked for the mm. answer. There's, there's very few POVs because I think, again, they're quite strict with their lease article policy, especially on those cases. Again, with how they load them, you can't, really take any new cycles on which is good so at least there's no POVs but the thing you can see on card on the outside bit is just absolutely nuts I mean obviously it comes out of a 200 foot plus tower it does absolutely massive non-inverting cobra roll thing up in the air and then the rest of the ride is like low to the ground so the speed is just absolutely insane it's almost like it reminded me of Intimidator 305 um, <laughs> King's Dominion it's just so fast and like twisting on the ground there's a nice little pop of air time in there as well so the actual roller coaster is just completely nuts and the all the kind of special icing on the cake that goes inside the big mystery building just absolutely fantastic and again it's nice to see a park have an original idea of roller coaster and so i think carlin's got to be on my standout um award for best new thing i did in 2022 special shout out to carlin Nice. Maybe we should have done some awards, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, we actually asked you, the listeners, on Instagram uh, to your favourite creds from 2022. And uh, yeah, thank you for replying. Um, we're going we're gonna to now um, read them out and slag them off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure we're going to be positive. <laughs> so um, first one then was from Double Inverting Dive Loop on Instagram. And they um, said fly. So I think we can both agree with that as we already talked about it. Yeah, no, it's a good one. It could have gone the other way because, you know, there was hype for that coaster for years um, and for it to have delivered for everyone, you know, and the whole area is beautiful as well. I think it's a, it's a great addition to that part. Yeah, and the next one was from JB UK, who said, I am Daddy Gwazi, baby. <laughs> yes. Nice. Um, when I first went on Anguazi, um, we did it early in the day. It's one of the first attractions we went to. And we went on the, we queued for the front row. And I just, just wasn't impressive at all. I just didn't feel anything. Luckily, when we did it a little bit later in the day, it absolutely handed my ass to me. It's <laughs> completely insane. I was thinking, oh my God, what's the fuss about? Everyone's overhyped it. But then, yeah, it definitely had warmed up, you know, after like only an hour or so. So it, it is a phenomenal ride. It's a little short. When you compare it to some of the other ones, um, um, one of my my favourite kind of RMCs 
are Untamed uh, Wallaby Holland and Twisted Timbers at King's Dominion. I absolutely love that style of RMC where it's just kind of about airtime and it being fun. And I think, you know, Sandra's great. It's a little fast, but again, as we talked about everyone's happiness, I'm getting, in my old age, I'm becoming a bit soft. So I think I, I prefer the rides that are fun. <laughs> uh, we, it turns out we got two votes for Anguazi. Um, Zach.low said the same. Anguazi for the win. Yeah. And then um, I also kind of asked the question as well um, on Instagram, what new to you roller coasters blew you away in 2022? It's not necessarily new for 2022 rides, the ones that, you'd experienced for the first time in 2022 that blew you away. Uh, Zach.low um, said, right to happiness. Yes, that's definitely yes. mine. <laughs> Completely agree. As we already discussed, it is a fantastic ride. Yeah, next one, IMV underscore Pete said, Tiger. What do you make of it? I've never done it, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> I've never done it either. I'd love to go to Finland. It's always one when... Um, you start to price up Finland, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, I think I'll pay the mortgage payment this month instead of going to Finland. The bank will not be happy. <laughs> uh, have you seen Tiger, though, Matt? You know, I haven't, the, no. The blue Intamin uh, Blitz coaster. It does look an interesting ride. It kind of launches into a little corkscrew. So it was the kind of, I think it's like the first like, transition from your kind of Mavericks into your pantheons and your velocicoasters in the, the intimate design language it was that kind of halfway point really who's next on the list so next we've got clt coasters and they said raptor at cedar point which of course is that very green bnm inverted coaster have you done you've done that one i guess yeah I love Raptor. <laughs> um, the thing that's kind of funny about Raptor is that ride anywhere else would be like the main ride in the park. And at Cedar Point, it's just kind of like, oh, Raptor's there. Because <laughs> there's so much else going on there. It kind of, it's not really in the limelight. I actually was trying to find a picture of Raptor from Cedar Point's Facebook to use on the um, Instagram reply. I had to go back over a year. They haven't posted an image of Raptor <laughs> on the social, on the, on the Facebook over a year. So completely uh, overshadowed by everything else going on at Cedar Point. But yeah, very forceful ride. Lots of, um, especially the kind of towards the ends, lots of really tight helixes. So it really has a forceful finish. And next up, we've got history underscore leisure that said, well doing current number one. What a fine number one to have there, sir. Very uh, respectable. Woden is a great coaster. It's um, it's so fast. I think the pacing on Woden's fantastic. Yeah, I really like Woden. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. I love my favourite part of Woden is before you've even gone down the first drop, as you're rolling around to it, you already you already know it's going to be quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It goes like shit off a shovel, as my <laughs> granddad would say. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's um, it's a fantastic wooden coaster. I love wooden to pieces. Yeah, me too. Hundred percent agree. And then JB UK, have you ever heard that guy? No, no. who that is. New, uh, said, new to the uh, channel. Yeah, must be a new new sub. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> anywho. He said, Humber, yeah, I know it's old, but I've wanted to ride it since I was a kid and finally got to do it. Oh, yeah, nice. Uh, obviously, Cumber's um, P 
picture of it going through the corkscrews. I mean, it's a completely original shot. Um, no one's ever taken that. <laughs> it's a it's a bit of an iconic roller coaster moment, isn't it? I think it is like one of those. Um, everyone's got that photo, and when you see that picture, it's quite um famous. I think even if you weren't really into roller coasters, you maybe have seen that picture of roller coaster before. It's a a classic stock image, isn't it? Yeah, it used to be on all the brochures, didn't it, back in the day? Oh, yeah, when you get a brochure. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I miss having a brochure, but I guess the forests are happy that we're not uh, cutting them <laughs> Um Yeah, obviously, I went to Orlando a few times this year myself, and uh, it was really good to get back on Cumba. Um, the swing about those um, old-school B&M sit-down coasters, especially Cumba and Dragon Khan, just such a great scale um, and massive and they're so intense um, I guess you did Dragon Con this past year like yourself yeah I went in summer um yeah I would agree this you know there's a bit of a rattle but oh it's sad to it, hear it it's one it doesn't take away from the ride but it's an absolutely epic ride um when I first went when Shambhala had gone in I I kind of went right Shambhala's best in the park but having given it some time I kind of prefer Dragon Khan again now. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, weird. Again, not done Shambhala, but again, looking on paper from my experience as a roller coaster connoisseur, I was um, <laughs> I put my smoking jacket on and I have a little pipe. Um, <laughs> I'd say that probably on paper, I guess Shambhala would be the better ride. So it's interesting to hear that you prefer Dragon Khan. That's good to know. I love Dragon Khan. Like when that first became a, an enthusiast around the 2000s, obviously it was one of the first big rides I did. So it's got a special sentimental place in my heart. Yeah, it is a beast. But I love Cumbo, um, so it does have a really strong roar and um, it just feels completely like a beast when you're riding it. It does have that intensity in it. Obviously it's quite a long ride, so it's good to kind of experience the length. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we all like a bit of ferocious length. <laughs> but all this talk of Ride to Happiness um, got me thinking about this week's Trip It or Skip It. Because obviously Plops Land is pretty much open all year round now. Um, obviously there are some days where it's closed. In February it's open weekends and Wednesdays randomly. And then it's open the last week of February. So I thought I'd plan a little day trip to Plops Land. Nice. So quite a simple one. Don't drive to Fantasia Lands. <laughs> It'll be quite nah, Go on, do it. <laughs> you could, if you wanted to extend the trip, I guess. See, I'm already extending it. I mean, I've not planned this, but you could easily extend it. I mean, I guess you've got things like Toverland and Efteling would be open. They're not too far away if you want to drive a little bit further across the border into Netherlands. <laughs> you may and as well. You and if you fancy a brief swim, why not trip over to Universal? <laughs> That's it, yeah, definitely. <laughs> You know, while you're on the way to Plopsa Land, you may as well keep driving. You'll get to Ferrari World eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the SFX coast will be finally open. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've got two options for this. Um, obviously, you can take the ferry or the Euro Tunnel. I've done this week based on four sharing, just because you can get four people in the car. Let's make it as cheap as possible, cheap and cheerful uh, trip across. The ferry works out at £19.75 per person, so just under £20. If you're going to stop to the Euro Tunnel, it's £30 per person to an extra tenner. 
Um, and then the plots will earn tickets. The website is currently broken, so I can't get the ticket price. <laughs> <laughs> so the full ticket price is $45.50. They have a feature on the website, normally when the ticketing is working, where you can, what they call, name your price, where you essentially, it's like a little slide bar, and you slide the the price down until the, until they say, yes, we'll sell the ticket for that price. So it's a bit of a an interesting way of doing it, but it, it worked when we went to Plops Land, we got the tickets for about, I think around 37, 38 euros rather than paying the 45. So it, it does kind of work. It obviously depends on how busy the park is to how little or much they'll sell them for. So basing it on the full price though, you'll pay 61 pounds per person for the day ticket and the ferry, or you'd pay 71 pounds for the day ticket and the Euro tunnel. So under a hundred quid trip it all day but you've got to consider your fuel costs you have yeah definitely oh that puts a debbie down on it doesn't it <laughs> so, so, sorry we'll, we'll cut that bit let's just say trip it <laughs> no no i think it's a good point with, with um any trip really there's always the extra cost of getting to the airport we normally have to do trips where you fly it's the same with this really obviously um, dover is obviously one of the most southern tips of the uk so it can be quite a chore to get there and it might be that you need to have a hotel the day before the day after so this can all have costs on to, to a trip. So it's definitely worth thinking about. But... What do you reckon, Stu? Trip it or skip it? Yeah, I'd trip it. <laughs> um, but obviously, yeah, the, the ferry is a very um, interesting mode of transport. Looking at TripAdvisor, there's a lot of angry customers on there, which Naomi and Matt love. And I think it's because they harken back to days when getting the ferry, you'd be you know, sat down by a butler and they'd serve you a free course meal. Of course, it's not the case anymore. It's um, you pretty much pay a rock bottom price and you get a, a grab and go sandwich. I think that's the source of a lot of these complaints. But we've been through all the TripAdvisor comments and selected our favourite ones, which we are going to put together in a fan poem, which we are calling This Old Sausage Doesn't Like the Breakfast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Words fail me. Oh dear, words fail me with regards to food. Long gone is the piano of old. Club lunch was awful. Dover to Calais, sausage rolls that were so old and hard. I'm ashamed that this is one of the main gateways to the UK. What must people of Europe think? The extra star was for the fact the sausage roll was passable. Pride of Canterbury, renamed Rust Bucket of Dover, there was aircon on in the duty-free shop, presumably because they didn't want to melt their chocolate, but couldn't have cared a bugger about the passengers who were starting to suffer from heat exhaustion. The heating, oh my god, the heating. I couldn't actually breathe. It was awful. It was so hot, it was uncomfortable and suffocating. Yuck. Why no cook breakfast? I always used to look forward to a nice cooked breakfast when traveling with PNO. However, on my recent trip, this appeared to have been discontinued. All that was on offer was small bacon rolls and Kit Kats, most unsuitable. Shocking bad, never again. I was looking forward to a nice cooked breakfast. No, only had the worst bacon bap in my 66 years. How the hell can you make a bacon bap tasteless? Yet P&O can, and I had to use all the tomato sauce, no brown, and still no luck. How the mighty have fallen. The return leg was late, and the arrival of the ferry was like watching paint dry. 
so slow. P&O Ferries, hello name. Thank you for taking the time to leave a rating for us. Our customers are at the heart of everything we do. Thanks for that, Matt. That's great. No problem. Like I say, I've taken the ferry once. It was affordable, which is why we did it. So yeah. it's only a couple of hours. Take take your own kind of food. It's endurable for a, if you kind of want to do something a bit more last minute than the Eurotunnel. Because obviously the Eurotunnel prices will go up last minute. Yeah. But if you can, plan in advance and take the Eurotunnel. It's much, much simpler. Yeah, the Eurotunnel is nice, isn't it? Nice and easy. Half an hour of that, isn't it? Or slightly more. Yeah, definitely. And they'll always let you on an earlier train if they have it available as well, which is a nice thing to do. So, yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. No problem. And I shall uh, see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Let us know in the comments if you have any questions. We're always happy to help. And remember, guys, until next time, stay safe on the way out and back. Cheers, Matt. Yeah. <laughs>